This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Waffle Fries. Until Chick-fil-A starts healing the wounds that they have inflicted on the LGBTQ communities that they have been doing over years, I'll still be getting my Waffle Fries from the frozen aisle at uh, the local I'm grocery a, store. I love me a good old or Ida when they on sale. And I can put my own seasoning salt on it. Please. Because I'd like to put a little lemon pepper in addition to. Because high cholesterol, diabetes, what's that? Cool. Um, so a lot of people, I, I've gotten a few messages talking to me about, well, are y'all going to be able to go back to Chick-fil-A now that they said that they stopped donating to anti-LGBT uh, organizations and campaigns? No. They did it because another chicken chain had their foot on their neck. And they were like, well, you know, it could be good for publicity. Let's just let's just stop doing it at the end of it the worked, year. It worked once before. At the end of the year. That y'all done already gave all the donations and got the tax write-offs for 2020. So, I find it very timely that, you know, that they will stop doing this at the height and the surge of what another chicken chain is doing. When another chicken chain is getting a lot of press. And they're getting no press. Um, also, they recently had to close their um, first UK location. Imagine everything that the UK is going through right now with Brexit and all that. And they was like, girl, we go through a lot right now, but we definitely don't need a Chick-fil-A uh, during this time. <laughs> so, so nobody need a waffle fries over there. <laughs> and then um, there was a boycott at their um, first lo- location in Toronto, Canada. Um, there was a big... They had a hashtag. It was like Cluck Elsewhere or Cluck something it was... Um, so, worldwide, Chick-fil-A is getting a lot of backlash. And um, what what did not move the needle for me, you know, that's the term, let's move the needle. Um, it's not moving the needle for me because they said in the press release that they will continue to um, evaluate um, their charitable donations every year. And so, this will happen before because they said they want to stop donating to anti-LGBT um, organizations. And then it turned out that they were funding anti the anti-LGBT organization that was trying to criminalize homosexuality in Uganda. As well as and the so, Salvation Army. As So, while we're sitting up here saying, Uganda, what's going on? What's going on? Meanwhile, we're over here eating waffle fries and donating to the Uganda, Uganda, what's going on? So, we... We playing both sides. Y'all verse fully verse now. Y'all hate one. There's no fully verse hatred allowed in this home, <laughs> not in this Caucasian home. Oh Lord, we in Superman house this week. Sure. So, uh, whatever. I'm not here for it. And as long as until Chick Fil A has a policy that they say forever, my lady, we will not be. Donated. You asking them to be Jodeci? <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> we gonna talk about music later on in the episode. Um, so, uh, until they can say flat out forever and ever, we will not knowingly donate to organizations that contribute to anti-LGBT. Like, oh, we, you know, we gon' you know, I'm in a relationship with you this year, but then next year I might dump you. Cause I mean, like, well, it's more than that for me. So the needle for me to, for the needle to move for me, they need to do some actual work. And that means going back and doing work where you did damage. Mm -hmm. So you can't punch me in my eye and then come back tomorrow and tell me sorry. No, you got. (laughs) That's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day. But you have there's work behind that. And so if you've abused the community, what are you doing to help heal where you have abused? Mm. 
Are y'all donating to um, LGBT shelters where y'all have been helping promote putting LGBT people on the streets? Lost and Are y'all in helping mm-hmm. um, other LGBT nonprofits? The True um, Fund. Are y'all work? hiring more LGBT staff? What work are you doing to go in the opposite direction? You can't just say, okay, well, I'm, I stopped pouring fire on the flame, so you should go out. No, you need mm-hmm. to actually do something else. And we're going to get to f- fires on flames in a minute. Um, I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. the Archangel of Ass, B.K.A. Megan the Stallion's spiritual advisor. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, RonaldMatters.com. I want to start a uh, trend. I got to go back and listen to the episodes because I do like the dedicated download lover. And I would like to remain that this week as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to be on the first 48 next. Keep fucking around with them. I'm not in Memphis no more. <laughs> oh, I've escaped it. Oh, you don't think that that shit I'm happens here in the D, in the DMV oh, area? Come on out now. Going down the Minnesota was, street and fi- find out if you can't be on the first 48. Oh, New York Avenue in, <laughs> in D.C. and figure it out. Mm. <laughs> Our icebreaker this week is, how long do you think good sex should last for? So, in the group on Facebook, I posted <laughs> 25. <laughs> it was a group in, on Facebook that asked this. And I was like, 25 minutes. And then there was like some people who are performing tops and they <laughs> Yikes. What is a performing top? Um, you know, people who are No, I don't. I don't publicly um presenting themselves as um the person who inserts in sexual encounters. Okay. But they're not that person. But off camera, like sweetie, hey, bro, you could really dig you could dig in this thing. You can Mm, you can get up here. You can spend a night. You've, you've heard that before. These are these are. I like, sir. You got like a good twenty five minutes. <laughs> you got like a good twenty five. Okay. You got a good twenty five minutes, and then some people were adding or subtracting ten to fifteen minutes for foreplay. And I think for a person you're regular, oh, big words, ly <laughs> regularly, um. Having regularly <laughs> four syllables again. I was thinking about the L. Shout out to our Patreon listeners. Regularly, mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah, twenty five minutes. I mean, bro, you gonna get you gonna get some of this in like two or three days. You don't you don't need. So the twenty five minutes includes the ten to fifteen minutes of uh foreplay, or is you that know I didn't the- include the foreplay in my number, but that's why I, I made sure to mention that people were adding or subtracting. So that means forty five minutes then. Mm, 25 okay i know my math is bad so 25 plus 15 is how many 40 okay great 40 there we go okay um i would say something in a similar area it depends um it depends on the situation and the person um you know if this is just a quick hookup no, I'm not giving you 40 Ooh. minutes of my life. Ooh. No, get in. Is my car safe outside? <laughs> like, do they tow over here? That's a real question. <laughs> that is a real question. In DC, it's a real. Do they tow over here? And can <laughs> it cannot park in the parking lot? Anyway, um, and is the pit bulls out at night? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say around that time period. 
for somebody that you are dating, seriously dating, mm-hmm. um, someone that you are in a relationship with, in love with, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, those times are good for that kind of investment. But for somebody that is just a quick uh, pump and dump. <laughs> <laughs> That's racism. You can't say that. <laughs> pump and dumps can be anybody. You know, you know kind of people like pump and dump. <laughs> pump, and, pump and dumps can be black, brown, white, purple. I also heard that niggas don't, don't have to be the don't have to be black people. So y'all with this evolutionary Who said stuff, that? <laughs> In the words of Portia Williams, who the fuck said that? That's not what Portia Williams said. But I've She did say who said it that? It was on the timeline recently that Oh no, block niggas them. Don't just, no, it block was a them. Ce- uh, quote celebrity, a famous person. Oh no, block them. <laughs> uh, the celebrity don't come with education oftentimes. Um so I do believe, you know, in a range of like 20 to 30 for somebody you don't know that you probably ain't gonna never see again, but 40, 45 hour for somebody that you are dating. Who? An hour? Oh, yeah. Y'all licking toes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It might include um some massage time. Okay. Yeah. Like, so you're including that in the foreplay? That could be, yeah. Massage. Get them warmed up. Yeah, we've talked about tantric sex here before. Mm-hmm. And so there's other elements of sex before penetration. And sometimes penetration ain't even included in the sex. You can do all kinds of things sexually without penetration. I watched a fraught um, video recently. It was interesting. I believe you. <laughs> I'm a, I'm always looking at the things. I want to see what's going on. I don't do all of it, but so whichever do you do if you don't do all of it. <laughs> hmm. That's for my partner to find out. Oh, which God you bless you to find out that. Okay, moving right along. Thanks. Um, our word of the day, W E R D, is suspended Congress. This doesn't sound like a BDSM reference, so I don't know what to say. Hmm. Suspended- All the words of the day aren't BDSM. Um, I don't know. A suspended Congress. Okay, I'm stumped. Suspended Congress is a sex position in which one or more of the partners is standing upright to uh, deliver more oomph. Is it the one where I have to be on my back holding it up and trade is doing kind of froggy? Is it kind of... No, it's like if he picks you up by your legs. Oh, oh, I've seen And fucks you against the wall. Oh, okay. Suspended Congress. Put that in my notes. Well, I'm a big girl, so I don't need to put that in my notes. Well, for y'all five, but you all you always date other big big girls. Yes, I do. So that's not. They don't mean to have workout plans. (laughs) They got to be a workout now. They got to have strong upper bodies for that. Oh wow! All right. (laughs) So it's me to Congress. Yeah, they gonna pick me up and hold me against the wall and pump. Yeah. And up. mm, That's up to whatever y'all agree upon. Yeah, take your truvada. And your discovery. <laughs> Whatever uh, y'all agree upon. Full wear condoms. You have so many options. There's three options. Look at that. Mm-hmm. We're a growing no shower. Okay. Show us a grower. That was <laughs> that was our word of the day this week. Um, thank you guys so much for supporting this ghetto ass podcast. Uh, it comes from the pockets of Ronald Matters and myself, but we would love for you to get over to our Patreon right now. If you would like to continue the support for this podcast, you can get extra content for at least $1 a month. 
You got a dollar? Huh. Go over to our Patreon right now. You can get extra content <laughs> right now. So why and you said this? Say it again. You got a dollar? <laughs> That's how the kids will come up to you in the street if you're from the hood. You know? They be selling m and I'm like, no, I don't have a dollar. I feel so bad. Because we don't carry cash now. Sorry to this man. Um, So if you got a dollar... <laughs> Get over to our Patreon right now and you can get exclusive content that no one will ever hear or see. Thank uh, you if you don't have a dollar, <laughs> you can make sure that you like this episode, subscribe, and share with your own social network and communities. Um, also, hashtag thank you patrons was trending today. Um, Patreon had a thank you patrons where all of the creators should thank our uh, people who donate to us. So, hashtag thank you patrons. All y'all. Everybody who donate. You got it. <laughs> yeah, thank all y'all that got a dollar. <laughs> thank you. Um, our affirmation this week is your value in this world is not how many followers you have, how many likes or retweets you get. Or how many hoes you can fuck in one day. Your value is in the contributions you give to the world and community around you. If that resume is thinner than the piece of paper it's written on, you have more work to do. It's the holiday season and now is a great time to add more value to the resume of your contributions to society and not to self. Y'all heard what he said? (laughs) <laughs> you ain't you ain't got a you ain't got a dollar. <laughs> Memphis, Memphis, jumped out. Uh, so to kick off our tepid topics this week, uh, last week we talked about the side of violence that Popeye's chicken uh, sandwiches was serving the side us. Side of violence is still the main dish. No, it's not. I haven't seen any new viral videos. Okay. All right, the employees got the scrapping in the the recent video. Oh, there was know. a recent video this past week? Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I was going to report it wasn't one. Okay. Because well. I ain't seen that. <laughs> well, report from what you saw. Do you report what I you ain't, saw? Yeah, that's what. Reporting live. <laughs> um, I ain't seen that. <laughs> and that's, that's what Detroit I had to jumped say. out. I ain't seen that. And so I was going to give Popeyes a good report for that and for it calming down because the lines are a lot shorter. The crazes calm down. They finally got enough chicken sandwiches to give the public and move Ooh. the fuck on along. So I'm happy about that. So from the frying pan and into the fire, we went this past week. Amen. And when I say fire, I am talking about Flame Monroe's interview with The Breakfast Club. So one, let me preface this. I still do not listen to The Breakfast Club. I still do not watch The Breakfast Club. I don't not give them... For it. I don't give them any views because I realize what their real agenda is oftentimes when they are talking to LGBT people and it is not a positive one. Um, and this interview also is the same. So I did not go to their um, official um, channel. YouTube channel. I watched it on somebody else's that pirated it off of theirs because I did not want to give them any views. But I watched the whole goddamn thing. Oh. Um, been listening to what everybody else has said on the internet. Um, even LGBT people are split on this interview, and I don't see how. But Your timeline be you get the Popeyes video, and then the girls are split on the flame of Okay, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your timeline didn't have the gay split. We all felt the same way, but you come on. Come on. Report the news. Report it from your view. 
Well, Flame Monroe was a hot flaming ass mess on Breakfast Club this past week. Here, I second that motion. Point number one. There was, <laughs> I'm, so some of the people that I saw that were agreeing with the things that she was saying, I guess, are a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. Some of them are a little bit. Some of them are the same age as me. Inexperienced. Just, some of them are just they. They are the same age as me, but they just look a little older. I won't say no names. Drink your water. Drink <clears throat> your body is seventy percent water. Um, <laughs> if you have not seen the interview, uh, Flame Monroe is a trans presenting woman who also claims to be a drag queen uh-huh. at the same time and uses the pronouns he, she, we. A whole different level of problematic On purpose. A whole different level be- of mm-hmm. a whole different level of problematic that we really don't even have time to get into. But just for the backstory. Uh-huh. She's already using pronouns that should be problematic because she knows how problematic they can be for other people that aren't her. Sure, you're an entertainer. Sure, you're a comedian. What will get me press? But there are other black trans trans women out there that only want to be identified as she, and you're also giving all these straight black people the authority to call them he, she, we. That's all I'm going to say on that. He, she, he, she. Um, Flame Monroe poured gasoline on the fire that straight people have had lit against the LGBT community forever. Mm-hmm. So, um, I believe that this interview was done because of the negative backlash against the Malik Yoba and Karma Carrera interview about a month ago. I feel like maybe that was a month, maybe two months okay. ago. Um, and they felt like they could get someone that would say things clearer quote-unquote quote-unquote clearer more it was more clear to the audience of you finished but flame morale girl you are finished but come on finish her um but to the audience of um breakfast club they wanted a less eloquent way to talk about what transness is and what the LGBT community represents. Mm-hmm. And that's why they got Flame Monroe because they saw her antics on Netflix. I thought she was semi-funny on Netflix. Still a problem. Mm-hmm. Still problematic. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea she was going to be this problematic if we put a microphone in front of her mouth. For 40, 30, 45 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay. Um... My biggest problem with the interview was Flame Monroe was giving ammunition to the same people who kill black trans women like herself. And she from the South. She from like Texas or uh, somewhere down there. Yes. Um, She might be L.A., but shit, every part of L.A. ain't girl Hollywood. mm -hmm. Um, So giving ammunition to people that are killing other black trans women, I think, was the biggest detriment of the whole interview. Mm. There were so many points. This whole podcast could be uh, (sighs) the the reverse of whatever. The memorial service for the interview. It could be really a memorial. A cremation. Yeah. A flame. But I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to extend the olive branch at the end of this. But I'm just pointing out the the biggest problems that I saw because again, when you arm straight black people with ammunition to come back and be like, Oh, I, I listened to flame Monroe. She, one of y'all, she trans. And she said it was okay for me to say this. Okay. And then when you arm them with 
um, saying that the community is forcing a lifestyle down their throat. That is the same talking points that they've been aiming at our own community as long as we've been a community. So all you're doing is parroting what you've heard other straight black people saying. I'm not forcing nothing. I think the whole LGBT community is not forcing anything. I think the whole LGBT community is asking for visibility, equality, and safety. And it's not it's not debatable. It's not well, I don't feel like well my Bible says this or I don't I don't agree with no visibility, safety, inclusion, and equality. And it's not debatable. It's not that's not being forced down your throat. It's asking for the same things that you already have. And so um, for her to insinuate that since we, you know, got more black gay people or black LGBT people on TV or in media and they're kissing and they're fucking now that's forcing it down straight America's throat. How long have we been looking at straight America kiss and fuck? And nobody said I'm still gay. So I don't know nobody said Grey's Anatomy is shoving straightness down my throat because uh, uh, which McCall didn't have five boyfriends in ten Ooh. years. Ain't nobody said nothing like that. So why is it the that the the community is shoving shit down y'all throat when we're putting real stories like polls on the air and polls being about black trans women that have lived some of the same experiences that you allegedly have? So for me, um, I definitely was not interested in the Netflix series They Ready, which was produced by um, Tiffany Haddish. Mm -hmm. I wasn't interested in it because I personally don't find Tiffany Haddish funny. She ain't. But with the platform that, um, okay, wow, you're back to buy, it's like a putting out a new single on the radio. It's like, okay, wow, you bags by Puffy. And you know, this is your The dream produced it. And so and so so and so and so that opens you up to a new PR, a new public relations team. You can get a new publicist. Um, they can market new venues where you can promote um, what you currently have going on. Because right now, um, as an independent artist, if I put out a song, girl, the only people that's gonna hear it is the supporters of here for a podcast. But if I have Tiffany Haddish supporting my new song, um, you know that clearly opens me up to more opportunities. So. Um, Flame Monroe was on botched. All the girls go on botched when they get a new public publicist. Um, because it's good for E News Network and like, well girl, we're not running the Kardashians, so we gotta run something else. Um, so she was on botched and then she got she booked as a breakfast club interview and then I was like, Wow, look at public relations working. This is public relations. But they it's, didn't tell her what to say. They didn't help her with no talking points. It's not, and okay and that's where I was going, and so it's that she she's been given all these new these new opportunities, but um, she needs to be like Summer Walker and have social anxiety when it comes to these new um, spaces. I know that she's older, so she feels like she needs to present herself as strong and can command an audience in a room. Um, things, that, but you got to. It's very Caitlyn Jenner. What do you? What are you? you okay, you are older. Okay, you can command the room with your name, but what are you doing with your platform? And um, Flame Monroe has not used her platform to be a beneficiary. Um, she might as well have been the murderer 
with the things that she went on the Breakfast Club and said in the clips that I have seen. I have. Well, not, I watched the whole goddamn. I thing. have not watched the full interview. I do not plan to. Um, Tia's Medicine um, released a statement saying, "Like, girl, what? Flame, girl, sister, literally trans sister." Um, so and she had her on the Supreme Court. And like, she was on the Queen Supreme Court like a month ago. So and she like. Girl, you sat next to me. Uh, so, of course, with this new platform and this new publicist that Flame Monroe has, I think the team needs to go back to the drawing board. Definitely. Um, I don't think it's anything they really can do. Five or six things that Flame needs to focus on, things that Flame definitely needs to stay away from. This is definitely an educational moment for Flame. Um, it should be, but it won't be. So She's she, one of them old queens that is ooh. stuck in her way. Oh, okay. Here is stuck. <laughs> She's stuck in her way, and she's stuck uh-huh. in her way of thinking because she's had to her- think and survive this way for 30-plus years, mm-hmm. out, maybe 40 years because she uh-huh. is over 50, out in the streets living um, as anything other than a heterosexual black man. And so... Um, her specific experience. Yeah, her specific experience dictated that she had to navigate life mm-hmm. differently um, 20 and 30 years ago than any black trans woman today would have to On a navigate. national platform. Right, because a, 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 a black trans woman that's 20 today knows to tell people her pronouns, her correct pronouns. Uh, not know whatever that was. Yeah, and <laughs> 20 or 30 years ago, you couldn't even get them to identify you as a woman. One, mm-hmm. um, Definitely not by your pronouns, but even as a woman. Um, and... I think a lot of it has to do with age. Unfortunately, I'm not trying. I'm not being ageist because I believe that people can learn at 15. People can learn at 16. People can learn at 17. We're hoping so. But I know people like Flame Monroe, and people like that don't on purpose. Something else that she said <clears throat> that I took, I was, I was flabbergasted. <sighs> Ain't no women with penises. One thing she said. They always just relieved the damn female mark off the damn tampons last week because they identified that as a global corporate brand. So, to clarify, when she says ain't no women with penises, she is even talking about herself. Wow. As a trans woman with What's a penis. Self deprecating? Oh, yeah. You know, this That's one way. Uh, I want to use a big word. It's, it's very body dysmorphic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but your genitals do not make your gender. Uh-huh. And I don't know who has to explain this to Flame Monroe or who has to explain it to anyone else that is confused by that. The genitals that you are born with do not automatically assign that gender to you for your life. That means when you came out of your mama's vagina assigned at birth a doctor looked at your genitals and said that is a boy it appears to be a boy or that appears to be a girl people in their life as they start progressing and growing they say i don't feel like i'm a boy i know that i have this penis i know that i have this vagina i don't feel like a girl I am this. Mm. That is what it is to be trans from a person that is non-trans. Non-trans. I am non-trans, but I have had the same discussion with 
trans people, many trans people have had the same discussion with me, and they all can't be lying. They all <laughs> they all didn't get into a meeting and say, this is the agenda we're going to cook up so the world will be able to believe us as whatever sex we want to be. No. First of all, girl, the let's story not be doing consistent. all that. Let's just tell the truth. I'm like, girl, let's not do all that. I'm not good with lies. Let's just tell the truth. So what do y'all feel? <laughs> I was assigned this at birth, but I identify this now. Because somebody who, when I was 0.01 years old... <laughs> Looked at my genitalia and figured that they should assign me something and that they I don't know shit man, about. I ain't seen that man since I seen that man. Sorry to that man. Um, that man will talk calling about a straight I mean. man gay is not a read on him. It's a read on your inability to read in more than one way. Oh, so that, that was relevant? Yeah. Oh. She called uh, Monique's husband uh, gay in the interview. Groundbreaking. <laughs> Ground, like, <laughs> smashing ceilings. I can't believe... We have not gotten her book deal wow. for that right now. Wow. Um, when there's an eagle, a turtle, or a plant in this country that is oh. being hunted to extinction, uh-huh. we use, we rally to save them. Yeah. It's Save the Bald Eagle campaign. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, Dogs. Dog, yeah. yeah. Get them off the street for $1 a day. Uh-huh. Have you seen them sad-ass commercials? I ain't seen no sad ass commercial about black trans women being killed on the street. Mm. But it's a real thing. Do the trans women want a commercial? I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking. Do the trans women want a commercial? I don't know. To save their lives? Well, who, would f- who would fund it? What organization would fund it? That's what we need to be trying to get behind. A campaign that could... Yeah. We need that campaign. There's nothing wrong with us um, protecting people the same way we've protected animals from extinction on this planet. Um, people that are being targeted for hate, abuse, and death. And I find it highly hypocritical for a trans woman of color to be blind, deaf, and dumb to the fact that she is giving ammunition against her own cause. On a nationally syndicated radio program. But it was said, I think I said this to you, or if I said this last week on the podcast, there are more um, animal shelters in America than there are homeless shelters for humans there are more animal shelters because it's 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 demanded by animal control in the federal government and then plus just girls just volunteer to um have a animal shelter but homeless shelters for humans we still are here begging we are still out here begging indeed compassion um so that now that that (laughs) fire has been extinguished on to another one oh lord a good what one. What time is this? A good one. A okay, good one. Come on, we got time. Um, Paris is burning. So. Oh, I'm always here for that. I paid $30 for the DVD. So, girl. Well, get you another $30 because the Criterion Collection, which focuses on licensing important classic and contemporary films, has announced its film release for February 2020. Um, one that includes the 1990 ballroom documentary, Paris is Burning, mm-hmm. including... Um, a restored version and previously unseen footage. Oh, um, I think it was they just, that, money. Give it here. Yeah. Happy holidays. <laughs> um, it's over thirty minutes of extended footage, so footage that we haven't seen. So imagine the Snyder cut. It's the Snyder cut. <laughs> it, it, I'm for that, and I'm for this as well. But imagine. 30 more minutes of Pepper LaBeja or 30 more minutes of Dorian Corey or any of the Pendavises or Willie Ninja. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be excellent. 
I'm like, why the fuck? Yeah, give me all of the the bonus content. Anything that y'all recorded of them doing back then in 90. Being iconic. I see it. I want to see it all. I'll watch four hours of it. You can put it on Netflix. Actually, Netflix, why the fuck y'all missing this goddamn point? Hello. Make it available worldwide. 242 million subscribers, Netflix. Well, we know Disney Plus ain't going to do it. All they members got hacked, but... Um, so I'm absolutely here for it. I can't wait. Um, they are reporting that it will come out in February 2020 on Amazon, where I get, can get it. Is it's it's for sale by the, the Criterion. Criterion. That's a big word. Criterion Collection. Okay. The story. Just send me the link when it come out. Oh, okay. <laughs> the story was reported in Out Magazine as well. If you want to look up the story. Um, the next story was about an anti-gay an anti-gay attack right here in DC. Um, I've been telling y'all for probably as long as this podcast has been on the air. Travel in numbers, be vigilant, and always be um aware of your surroundings. So this next story, like I said, is coming from right here in D.C., uh, the title is Machete Wielding Man Wanted for Possible Anti-Gay Attack in the Noma Area. Um, there is a video of the man um, who chased two men into an apartment building with a machete. And when I read the initial story, I was like, uh, they probably being dramatic. It's probably just a big knife. <laughs> I saw the video. It is a machete. When when I say machete, I mean like it cuts down Congo trees and shit like that in the jungle. It'd be opening the coconuts down on the beach. Yes. This man had a literal machete. Um the video is I'm happy that the video is here because you know some of these stories go unreported or um uh, Yeah. End up worse. Uh but thankfully it did not for these two um, gay men in the northern northwest area of DC. Um, the victims told police that they were walking on North Capitol Street at about 11, 8, 11 p.m. Friday when one of two men said to the other, "Fuck you." Um, the suspect heard heard the comment and assumed it was directed toward him. The machete-wielding man chased the two men into the lobby of the Tyler House near New York Avenue and made stabbing motions at them. So, um, they also talked about uh, being called all kind of faggots and stuff like that while they were being chased. Mm -hmm. Um, And they couldn't, their only source of refuge was going into an apartment building where other people were there so it could be seen and hopefully scare him off and then obviously it didn't even scare off the attacker because the attacker chased them directly into the building with the machete in open um he later left the building and um the two men were safe after that but the important part that i want to get to is um somebody that is walking around with a machete that's something that you can spot if you're aware of what's going on around you, you cannot be out here and not aware of what's going on around you and what this person across the street is doing, 
how they looking at you, how they are, um, you, what their energy is towards you. You have to be aware and you have to also be out here in numbers, especially uh, at night. This wasn't even late at night. Uh, the report was talking about this is 11 o'clock yeah, at 11 night. 11 o'clock for D.C. isn't late. Like for Jackson, Mississippi, they could be late. But for D.C., 11 o'clock is right when it get popping. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it wasn't late, late. <clears throat> but it was dark enough where, you know, crimes happen in the dark. So to me, I feel like this story can happen anywhere, even though it was in Northwest D.C., in a prominent, semi, mostly white area. But it can happen anywhere. So the important part is to make sure that you're vigilant. Make sure you are aware of your surroundings. Alert. Try to definitely. be definitely as, as alert as possible and try to not be by yourself because when you're by yourself, you can be targeted as a victim no matter what. Um, so I thought that story was important what? for us to talk about. It's so weird because when you said Tyler House, I was like, I was about to move somewhere, but then I Googled the apartments across the street from where I was going to move. And when I Googled the apartment's name and I clicked the news tab on Google, it came up that all of the, okay. So in January of 2019, man slain and shooting on New York Avenue, January, 2015. I mean, January 15th, 2019, June 13th, 2019 police make arrests and fatal shooting. Um, 13 injured in drive-by shooting. I said, that apartment sounds so... That na- the name... I was trying to it's move... It's your neighborhood. I was trying to move across the street from this apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And I took it off my list because, I, I, of course... The I ghetto. Didn't that. Yeah, because I was like, when I went to go look at the property, I was like, what is this across the street? <laughs> you know, alert, aware of my surroundings. Um... I have a switch when I walk and my voice is soft. What is going on? <laughs> I need to know what's going on. Uh, yeah, I was really seriously considering moving across the street in a um a basement apartment over there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and and, and it's and not now, just in November. Look, we had all this going on this year. Yeah. <laughs> um and like I said, it can happen anywhere, but it it's about anywhere. being alert aware of your of your surroundings and when you see shit go in the fucking opposite direction it don't it don't make you know it make you alive that's what it makes you it don't make you no punk to go in the opposite direction of you seeing somebody walking down the street with a fucking machete oh you know they're walking around with machetes up here you know i (laughs) i think i'm going to go to another brush tomorrow i'm going this way i'm I'm going to go to another bus stop i'm not this not the one for me right now no um Hey, unless you got unless you got a gun on you. Oh. Cause you know a lady do carry a purse in the evening time. So I mean, if you got a gun on you <laughs> Sure. I mean a if you if you trying to get into that, that death match, he got a <laughs> machete and you got a gun and we're gonna see Sure. But outside of that, the choice to be alive is better than the choice to be a badass. Uh and I fully endorse that. Yeah. Um next and least Whoa. Um, Tamar Braxton what? had, yeah, we talked about Tamar Braxton last week for okay. her stupid ass comments. Uh-huh. Um, and is she revived? Okay. Uh, let me sh- list the Ronalds. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So last week we talked about her homophobic comments and um, she took back to the internet with a video with gays in the background. Gays that were in the background, I just... It was the hot sugar I, video all over again. Um, he wanted that hot sugar. One of them is her wig girl. One of them is her makeup girl. And the other one is like her hype man. Because I don't know what the fuck he do. He might as well just be a hype okay, man. So her hair fell out and it had the infection. And they had to put apple cider vinegar straight up on her wig. On her scalp. Straight up now tell me. You give a shout out. So the wig girl is bad at her services. Then the makeup girl, I just told y'all last week, all her uh, eyelashes, eyelashes fell out. out. <laughs> she need a new eyelash girl. And you want to put them in the video and tell me to listen? No. <laughs> no, I'm not listening to that. It was not much to listen to. <laughs> um, the two takeaways okay. from the video. <clears throat> she says, she's not homophobic. Cool. Look at the gays surrounding me. <laughs> cool. I have a black friend. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it gave. I was like... Just because you have gays working for you, because they ain't there for free. Mm-hmm. Just because you have gays working for you does not make you not homophobic. You can still be homophobic with gays working for you. Look at, uh, I ain't ooh, even going. There are a lot of people that okay. are examples and instances <laughs> that have gay people working for them and are homophobic at the same time. I'm going to leave that point right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> point number two. This could be a three-hour podcast. <laughs> uh, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. Uh, she says that when she made the post that we talked about last week, go back and listen that to nobody last, asked for. That nobody asked for, and she said it was also not about her current relationship or her past I, we relationship. We did ask you that. It, we did ask. She said when she made the post, she was drunk. <laughs> oh. Mm. I <laughs> have been drunk on. Many a day. I have been drunk on this podcast. <laughs> Many a day. And never have I thought that the words of uh, girl, if he don't touch you in four days, three, four days, or ten days, three, he must ten. Yeah, them the numbers. Three, four, ten days. He must be gay. I have never let that come out my and drunk ass Period. And I, that's on my mama. Do not be putting stuff on the your mama. Evelyn got a lot. She already have to she contend with. She heart conditions. You can't be putting stuff on your mama. She already got papillary uh, adenomas or whatever the word is. I don't know. The, I, don't, I don't know what I don't papillary know. I don't know. What's a papillary? I don't know either. But you mean pulmonary? Cool. Okay. Pulmonary words. is a word. Anyway, um, so this was her apology mm. to us uh, and expl- explanation. Did I get the same princess? The original, if you want to apologize, it's got to be on the same platform that the original thing was did. I think this was on Twitter. I don't, I, I, and, and it wasn't, uh, she made a whole Instagram post, and so she's gonna send y'all 140 characters to apologize. No, I want it on the same platform. I need you to go to Instagram Live, I need you to sit there for three minutes while everybody come into the room. I need you to get you know, put on need, some eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your wig. Because the apple cider vinegar is still on there. We still curing that scalp. You need a new team. Literally, you need a new team. You need a new team. Flame Monroe needs a new team. And Tamar Braxton needs a new team. Nene also needs a new team. Here we go. Um, There was a lot that has gone on in Real Housewives of Atlanta. But I just want to hone in on the one gay part. And that's it. 
And that's it. Because there's a lot going on, and uh, we could go from blow to blow. Yeah. <laughs> no pun. Um, about a whole bunch of things that happened on Real Housewives of Atlanta. But there was one thing that Nene Lee said on this last episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like she always does is put her big ass fucking foot in her big ass fucking mouth. And along the lines of Tamar Braxton, she also employs black gay men mm-hmm. to do her glam. And she's also one of these black uh, black women that says, I love my gays. In the same key of when Donald Trump says, I love the blacks. There's my black right there. There's my... my. Or the poorly educated. He said, Donald Trump said, I love the poorly educated. So it's in the same key when she says, I love my gays. Shout out to you, Wendy Williams, as well. Um, What she said on this last episode, she's getting her hair done. They're getting ready to go to World Pride. World Pride is in New York this year. 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Stone- it's very monumental. It's she also fucked that up when talking about the 50 year anniversary of Stonewall, but I'm not going to be petty. Mostly. Um, she asked our hairstylist that was doing this abysmal fucking wig Woo. that he put on her to go. The, the lace. <laughs> it needed more lace. <laughs> the lace. Um, he was already putting this abysmal fucking wig on her head. <laughs> and. In the middle of that, and while these cameras are shooting, and Marlo coming in and uh, being loud and extra as well, she asks him to give her a gay hairstyle. A gay hairstyle. I've been gay for a long time. Huh? I don't know what a gay hairstyle looks like. To me, it's a a low-cut season with like waves. Or you gotta get a wave kit. And you gotta have a beard. That's a gay hairstyle. So straight men don't wear that? I don't know. No. Straight I was describing you. I don't know. Did they I was just, just calling you gay. <laughs> that was a joke. This is, what I have to work, this is what I have to work with. Oh my gosh. My joke wasn't funny. At I all. sound like Nene. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask you for a gay hairstyle. Yeah. Um, Time out. So, oops. A flag on the play. Punish me. Amen. Mm. No, no. I'm here all week. No. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, and then the way that she made, she continues to make Greg's cancer struggle about herself. I'm like, you got to know when to be, you can be a dominant partner, but you got to know when to be a submissive partner. That's completely. And uh, the American Cancer Association was there to talk about Greg's journey and Nene supporting him. And all she did was be the victim the whole time. And, well, you know, it was very difficult for me. And I wanted to divorce you. Don't say stuff like that. You can't say stuff like that. But the point that I'm making, like I said, there is so much to pick apart from the whole episode. I don't want to pick apart the whole episode. I want to pick apart the gay part. The gay part of her asking her gay hairstylist to give her a gay hairstyle. Like there is a such thing as a gay gay hairstyle. There is no such thing as a gay hairstyle on a man, on a woman, on a trans woman, on a trans man, on a dog, or on a cat. There is no such thing as a gay hairstyle. (laughs) Gay people wear... Um, Imagine if your dog had a gay hairstyle. (laughs) Who would be a gay hairstyle? He is a gay hairstyle. Who would be a gay hairstyle? There is no such thing as a gay hairstyle. (laughs) You either ugly or you not. And Nene, or you either got enough money to fix it or you don't. And you got the money, but you're not fixing it. <laughs> there is no such thing as a gay hairstyle. 
and whatever he put on your head definitely does not resemble nothing gay. Hashtag convict Ed Buck. Hashtag execute Ed Buck. So when the podcast had posted that and then you had commented that, I was like, what does that mean? That means the same thing that I've been saying for three weeks. Don't we got to convict him first and then we sentence him? The conviction. I thought it was like, you know, like I'm bad at math. So I don't know which step three or which step five. But like, don't we got to convict him first and then we sentence him? The convictions are coming. Okay. Oh, you, you're claiming that victory. Because yeah. you know I love to claim a victory, amen. So you're claiming that victory. Um, For what the prosecutor's actions are so far, I don't see them not convicting him. The federal At, prosecutor, not the L.A. district attorney. Yes. And so I that is low-hanging fruit, and I am mm-hmm. only interested in the fruit at the top. Yeah. And the fruit at the top says to me, execute Ed Buck. Mm-hmm. We need him the fuck out of here. He has no purpose being back on city streets. He needs to be an example to many others like him that there are repercussions to killing black gay men for your own pleasure and profit. So, hashtag execute Ed Buck is a serious thing. And if I'm the first and the last and the only to say it, okay. I will be. I will stand on that goddamn mountain well, I mean, I'm still here with. I'm here with you, but I want to get him convicted first. I want to get him executed. Uh, because if we're talking about executing Rodney Reed, who is we, that? Oh, okay, never. I I I've heard the name, but I don't know what. I don't remember what it's linked to. I'm also intoxicated, so uh, keep me in prayer. So, listeners, if you don't know who Rodney Reed is, mm-hmm. he's a person that is about to be uh, executed in Texas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can Google it, look it up the story. Uh, but there's mitigating factors on whether and then he they was said a fully. He won't be because there's new evidence. All of those Thanks things. Thanks to Kim Kardashian. Uh, I don't know about that part, but okay. Kim Kardashian was the head of hand in that. In Ronnie Reed? Yeah, she was tweeting, um This my son this my son there. Look. Oh, okay. Well, she take can... a good she could take a good picture for Instagram, but she also was like, Hey, these black men don't kill them. She's she's involved in that. I'm gonna let y'all have that. Um <laughs> anyway, the I hashtag... love her rebranding. Okay, but come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is she gonna rebrand out of her current husband? The current hashtag is convict Ed Buck. Execute Ed Book. It sounds like a bilateral. Is that a two sided? How do you? How do I say two sided? But sound classy. However you want to. <laughs> I'm saying execute Ed Book. I'm saying convi- we got to we got to guarantee the conviction, which will lead us to a sentencing. I'm okay so, with him being executed right now before the conviction. Well, hey, you know, the people behind bars they have ways. Yeah. So if you know somebody over, um, uh, uh, it- I mean, I better that. <laughs> I've tried to do Nicki Minaj, but I couldn't. Shout out to our Patreon. Go tune in over there. Um, Social studies this week. So social studies this week is not gay related, but just questions that I be doing because y'all know how I am. I'm just, whatever I'm doing, whatever things that matter to me. Um, So I was looking up music and the mind. So some questions that I had, I think I got four. I think I got three. I think I got three. I was like, why do I love doing my morning reports to trap beats. Like, it's not necessarily... Ghetto. <laughs> ghetto. Why? Because you ghetto? It's That's not why. necessarily Gucci Mane and Young Jeezy, but it is definitely, like, the first Trina album, like, through and through. Um, I be having my desk jamming. I be having a good time. And so, um, scientists 
Dr. Joyce Chen says, music can influence how you feel, which impacts how you perform. Hmm. So, you know, like if I feel like Trina bad bitch, um, she paved the way for City Girls. They could never, literally, City Girls could never do anything, touch anything Trina did. But anyway, so Dr. So music impacts performance. Is that why your sessions be 25 minutes long? Dr. Chen says music can make you feel like you're not working hard when playing sports, exercising, and other physical activities. So if you listen to music that inspires you and gets your energy up, you're like, oh, bitch, I can do it. I can do it. You're motivated to do it. And I really be needing motivation every day to look at the Hashtag same money. I just be needing it. Lord, I need, need inspiration, motivation. Hashtag quote of the day. Hashtag words to live by. Hashtag whatever I be listening to. Um, Bounce the basketball off your booty then, Normani. The second um, thing I searched was why do I like to listen to the same song on repeat? I When I tell y'all Drip Demeanor was the song for my soul, I listened to Drip Demeanor when I was going to brunch. I listened to Drip Demeanor when it was time to go to bed. I listened to Drip Demeanor when I was getting in the shower to go to work. I listened to Drip Demeanor when I got off work and I was having a beer at the bar. I was just like, I love listening to th- this. is literally the song for my soul. Or, you know, like when I'm listening to something like um, Michelle Williams. Don't you know he is here? From uh, Live in Atlanta DVD. When they let Michelle have the little one song by herself. <laughs> Whatever my song for my soul is at the time. But people like listening to the same song on repeat, according to Professor Elizabeth Marjulis, um, who is the author of On Repeat, How Music Plays the Mind. She says that musical repetition gets us mentally imagining or singing through the bit we expect to come next. Um, Professor Elizabeth Marjulis says it's like we can imagine ourselves singing the song. So that's why we all put our finger up to our ear when Mariah hits that part on We Belong Together. Is her name Margolis? Is it Mar- M-A-R-G-U-L-I-S? Yes, yeah, Margolis. I think it's Marjulis. That's how <laughs> cuter. So what I said was cuter. Thanks. Love you, um, Professor Elizabeth. Um, and shout out to her book, On Repeat, How Music Plays the Mind. I think I'm going to try to see if there's an audiobook for that. Um, and then the last thing is why I hate new music. I hate new, like this, Old? this new R&B stuff. I don't know what this is. Um, I gotta listen to the new Tank album because I know he we're in the same, close to the same age range. But it's been getting mixed reviews, which helps and hurts. I like when stuff has mixed reviews so I can, oh, I'm inspired to see where I feel. But I'm um, like this, some of this new stuff, I don't know who y'all are. And according to Dr. Frank McAndrew, PhD, Um, He tells Psychology Today that studies indicate that most of us stop exploring new music entirely by the time we turn 33. And if a song was released when you are in your early teens, that song is likely to remain quite popular among your age group throughout your life. Also, men are less likely than women to explore new music and listen to new artists as they get older. Yeah, that's a fact. And that um, has some health benefits because, of course, by the time we're all um, 65 and 69 and 72, 
you turn on Britney Spears, sometimes I run, sometimes I hide, sometimes I'm scared of you. I'll be like, bitch, oh, I remember when Britney was on the beach and Britney, all I really want is to hold you tight. I know the choreographer treats you right. Think of you day and night. Baby, all I need is time. They're gonna be like, look at this 73 year old gay man over here doing Britney Spears. Sometimes I run. That's why they chase you with machetes. <laughs> Don't say this. This not joke right now. This bad timing. But, um, you know, like um, people who are older right now, they listen to music in the 1940s and it helps them recall memories, helps them get through times and keep living, find inspiration to live. So, um, men. After age 33, are definitely less likely to want to explore new music. So. I agree. <laughs> that's me. Right now. Um, that's social studies this week. How does music impact your life? Um, yeah, Are y'all going to be singing Britney Spears? Sometimes I run. <laughs> what are y'all going to be singing? <laughs> when we all got dementia and the, uh, the resource nurse got to play the music to help us. Give me a genie in the bottle. Oh. So you're an Extina fan. Okay. Or dirty. Ooh. Okay. Dirty will take me there. You're going to be 73 and dirty. More than likely. Figuratively. Yeah. And Nurse. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to say much, but she know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, this week in sexual health, last week and the week before, we talked about um, Part he- two. healthiness for your bottom. Slash your booty, not your bottom that belongs to you, because you don't own any bottom. Unless you're into that, they they have blanket content. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Check out last week's episode, and you will understand. Blanket. Please listen to last week's episode. Blanket consent. Um, but this week, I figured I would aim um sexual health at the dick instead, uh, and give the ass a, a little bit of reprieve. So, this week in sexual health is going to be keep the dick lit list. Proper care to keep your dick intact. So, this is not technically top or verse top or fully verse centric because everyone has a penis. That has a penis. Um, So, it can be the same for bottoms, verse bottoms, and adjacent. Uh... Tip number one is gently wash with mild soaps. This is for your penis. Um, No exfoliation is required. Scarring can shrivel it and cause damage that diminishes the feeling and size in erections over time. So I know some people are very quote unquote clean. And so they go to extra mile. The OCD jumped out. Yeah, they go to extra mile and cleaning. All of their parts, including their penis, but penis, the penis skin is different, like your face skin is different, like your ass skin is different, like your hand skin is different, because they have different uses, Um, and you should not be exfoliating your penis with the same things that you are exfoliating your face with, or exfoliating your back with. Your penis is different, that's not its use. Um... And so you can inadvertently scar it by over cleaning it with soaps that aren't just regular mild soaps, exfoliating it with things that should not be down there exfoliating your penis. You should just be cleaning it with. Don't put the same knives down there. The same knives go on the face. Yeah. 
Um, well, Saint Ives makes a mild uh, body wash as well. Yeah, but the but the, but, but the face products we get the face products and they'll be putting it down there. It go on the face. It goes on the face. Only. It says face products on like on the label. Yes. Um, number two, self exams weekly. Important, um, important. I know a lot of outlets uh, say monthly and um, some say semi annually. But what a biannual? Yeah, check it by girl. If you check, you better check the thing more frequent than that. <laughs> yeah, and so I say um, self exams weekly, um, so you can look for changes before anything gets out of hand or needs more attention. Um, examples like rashes, bumps, or weeping sores that could be indicators for STIs are very important. And so you don't want to go weeks or months and you haven't seen it or touched it. And then you're like, oh, what's, wait a minute, hold on. Stage three already? This itch, ooh, this hurt, or ooh, this, what's going on? If you are doing these exams weekly, at least, um, and looking and feeling and touching your whole penis, not just the shaft, your whole penis. You can mitigate some of those issues um, and address them before, like I said, things get out of hand. So if it is a rash or a bump or a weeping sore um, and you see it and you're like, oh, mm, I don't know what this is. Mm, this is not just a hair bump. Let me get over to the doctor and get this checked out. And then you find out that it is an STI. You can be on top of that STI. and You can have it handled and taken care of. And you won't be spreading it to someone else. So uh, that's tip number two. Tip number three. Be kind to your dick in masturbation. Uh, I know that this is like a sensitive subject for a lot of people. Because people, some people are very attached to aggressive masturbation. Um, but aggressive pulling and chafing can have long-term implications for sensitivity when it comes to actually having in- intercourse. Um, so when when people are talking about less feeling in their penis or less excitement from actually having intercourse and they're more interested only in masturbation, it's because they have created this barrier to having good intercourse because they're so used to quote-unquote good masturbation so the same things that make your dick feel good in masturbation are not going to make your dick feel good in intercourse because you're so used to that type of masturbation um so put a lubricant between you and your hand in masturbation as a barrier or between you and your sex toy if it's a sex toy and that can help avoid abrasions caused by dry jacking Dry jacking is when you just get the urge, you pull your dick out, your hand is dry, your dick is dry, and you just get to going and hope pre-cum comes out. Um, that can cause problems eventually. I'm not saying that you can never dry jack, but it can cause problems eventually. Um, the important part is protect your penis. You only get one. Um, last but not least, use lotions with less perfumes, detergents, and coloring. Um, more often on the penis area, um, your dick should smell like and taste like dick, not gardenia. Please, for me, please. Not gardenia. I know you're doing that for you, but please make it smell like dick for me. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> and that is this week in sexual health. Um, song for your soul. 
What's the song for your song? Um, you ready? Yeah. Uh, you with the refreshing your drink? Okay. Um, so tell me what's going on. Please don't make me wait. I know you're living with your man, sleeping with your man. You know I am. Reaping with your friends, and oh, now you want to blame it on me. I ain't doing all that. You say you're having my baby, but I don't know if it's mine. Oh, this is ghetto. <laughs> you know, I can't stand character. It all started from a one-night stand. It wasn't part of the plan. But now I see you got an attitude, and you're so confused. You didn't tell me about your man at home. So what you going to do? Um, Escape lead singer, uh, well, co-lead singer. Oh. <laughs> Cleared up. Latasha Scott joined um, Slip and Slide recording artist Jay Shin in 2010 for his um, song One Night Stand. Um, the fifth- so this is new? In 2010. Oh, I missed that part. I was like, <laughs> somebody wrote this ghetto shit in 2019? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> this is like, Escape was well until they break up and Latasha was trying to rebrand. Mm, okay. <laughs> she was trying to, trying. <laughs> Keyword. trying to rebrand. Keyword. So, um, they had Trina do a, a cameo in the video just because Jay Shin was a slip and slide artist. So, um, shout out to Latasha Scott and Jay Shin, um, One Night Stand. Um, Cause that's the song for myself. I've been feeling real ghetto. Like I was listening to um, obviously. <laughs> um, talk show. Sh- Who is that by? Talk show. Shay Jones. What's talk show? S H A E Jones. It's a song called Talk Show Shit. That was. Sub- Are you pronouncing that right, or is that how? Talk it's just- Show Shit by Shay Jones. Okay. Talk show. Shit. Everybody. Oh, talk show shit. Yeah, I'm saying shh, because on the um, video on BET, they just say, you got me involved in some talk show, shh. Oh. Yeah, they had to do a BET version of the video. Oh. Uh, I just been feeling really ghetto. I was like, and this music is supposed to uh, do something to my mind. It's supposed to make help me perform and help me remember things. And so I'm just like, this the music that I'm listening to. Hmm. <laughs> what is it doing? And then so when I wrote the notes And this was the um, social studies topic And then it ended up being that This was the song for my soul I was like So how was it going to look to the listeners And I was like look this is my truth So uh, listeners don't judge me Or do judge me You know I love (laughs) y'all Send me comments and replies But I love y'all So um, One Night Stand is the song for my soul But shout out to Shay Jones Talk show shit work yeah um <laughs> mine is uh far less ghetto <laughs> always yours is uh share is dedicated to her deceased husband who recently passed of cancer whatever blah 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 share's husband you know share just released a new album last week called court courage and it's that's about- not share who is that that's Celine Dion <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he thought it was a good idea to put some more in that glass. Cool. Um so mine is elegant. Okay. Um and uh definitely not ghetto. <clears throat> <laughs> I feel so un- unsure as I take your hand and lead you to the dance floor. As the music dies, something in your eyes 
calls to mind a silver screen and all its sad goodbyes. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend, I know you're not a fool. I should have known better than to cheat a friend and waste the chance that I've been giving. So I'm never going to dance again the way I danced with you. Time can never mend the careless whispers of a good friend. Bye, Tamia. So, I know it's been by a whole bunch of other white people I before. I because I heard that before. Okay. It's by a whole bunch of white people before Tamia. <laughs> but Tamia put out the one that has some soul mm. and the only one that I care about, Careless Ooh. Whispers, in 1998 um, from her album, Self-Entitled Tamia. Um, Careless Whispers is just an amazing, 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 amazing song. And um, it's always one of my favorite Tamia songs. But I was reminded of it this past week on uh, Watchmen on HBO. Watchmen played um, variations of the song throughout the episode. And I was like, ooh, these people are woke. Oh, my God. Well, they ain't woke like that. But it was interesting. To, Their to, attempt. Was it was interesting to see them reach back and, and pull the song like that. Uh, so, Careless Whispers, amazing song. If you've never heard it, if you are um, not a Tamiya fan, this is a great place to start to be a Tamiya fan. Careless Whispers, 1998, from the self-titled Tamiya album. Okay, what are you here for this week? Um, Hopefully you are here something for this week. But, huh? Did you pull that together? Huh? Okay. We'll just pretend that that didn't happen. Um... I'm absolutely here for MJ Rodriguez, a.k.a. Blanca, from um, one of our favorite TV shows, Pose. Um, MJ Rodriguez becomes the first trans Latinx person um, to be the face of Olay Body. Um, Olay Body is the soap brand. Um, Also a mild soap that you can use on your penis. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, So I cross pollinated that. Um, so I'm absolutely here for her being the first there. I'm here for all of those girls breaking boundaries and being responsible trans women with their platforms. I'm looking at the unresponsible ones with their platforms. We're not here for those girls. <laughs> um, I'm also here for her performance uh, the other night on the Song Trade Awards. Uh, Mom, Mama showed up and she gave us the ball the ball kid fantasy uh-huh. and uh, I'm sure some of those girls was very confused looking at her and some of those girls will probably try to put that in their music videos next they always attempt so I'm absolutely here for everything MJ Rodriguez is doing this past week um, breaking boundaries going and showing up as her true self and being fabulous as always shout out to MJ Rodriguez we're here for that I'm absolutely here for it um, my here for it this week. Um, last week my social studies was around Giving Tuesday, which happens um the Tuesday after Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So this year it will be December third, which is kind of weird because the holiday season is kind of short because Thanksgiving fell so far into November. So um, the holiday season overall is kind of cut short. But for Giving Tuesday or today tomorrow before December third. Or whenever you have a chance, 
please um, check out The Gentleman's Ball by Juan and G. Um, they have used their platform with The Gentleman's Ball to um, give space to celebrate and highlight um, people in the black gay community who are doing the work. Um, so definitely want to give a shout out to them. They are not having a gentleman's ball in 2019 because as a couple, they have opened their new restaurant, Virgil's Gullah Kitchen, but they want to bring the gentleman's ball. Look, this is a small independent program. The gentleman's ball, this restaurant down to the Atlanta, it's black gay excellence out here, hardworking. So, um, we definitely want to give support to the gentleman's ball because we love seeing the pictures of the black gay men dressed up in the suits and against the red carpet background and at the Atlanta Marriott Marquis. I mean, like, these are all astonishing things, but they cost money. So, um, go to GoFundMe.com and search for Gentleman's Ball. And, um, yeah, give them a donation. We have got to create platforms that we can talk about in 40 years from now, even if <coughs> One and G are no longer over it. But what will a space that celebrates black gay people in 42 years, the 42nd annual, the 63rd annual, what does that look like? We've got to find spaces to create them and start them now. To, we got to find spaces, create them, and support them now. There we go. Big words. Sentence formatting. Well, I'm down for Sizzle 63 whenever that happens. <laughs> hey! <laughs> what are they, I, aren't, they're on 12 now, right? I'm not sure. But shout out to Sizzle. Yeah, Sizzle is the will, longest, I mean, not in one of the longest running. <laughs> Miami will always be a great place to visit. Yeah. Um, it is now time for our last call. So, um, if you are unfamiliar with this show, know that we are about to have a shot of alcohol. No, we're not. If you have alcohol available and are not currently at work. Hey, 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 take this, take this, take this. Take a shot of alcohol with take, us. Take, if you are currently at work, have a shot of espresso or a shot of water. Do not get drunk at work and blame me for you being fired. With that being said, here we go. My last call is to all of the black and brown people. Okay. Black first, brown second completely different i feel offended the journey what teachers say it's the journey um she also said i'm still here and i hope the out 100 knows it because there are so many more black and brown people who deserve to be recognized but the ones who are getting it this year they are my last call um out 100 will be announced over the next few days this week and so shout out to um young ma who has already got a full page spread like two or three pictures different poses things going on so shout out to young ma and all of the black and brown people who i expect to see shouted out no wendy williams in the l100 this week including kid fury and crystal because this is a great thing to put on your resume it's a great um, thing to carry along with you in your career. So, um, it's deemed um, prestigious. So, shout out to all the people who will, re- black and brown people who will receive that honor this year. And where is the black and brown out 100? We need to find that space. Apparently, we may have to create, <coughs> we may have to create that space because, um, yeah, that's that on that. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> 
<laughs> I won't say too much before I get canceled. Um, my last call is to Little Nas X. Little Nas X is the first out gay musician ever, ever. to win a country music award. Hmm. It took us to 2019 hmm. for a black gay man to win an award at the Country Music Awards. Hmm. Um, he took home the award uh, with his collaborator, Billy Ray Cyrus. Because so, mm-hmm. they didn't I'm, even want to say it was a country song until Billy Ray Cyrus got on it. It's not, it's not country, it's hip hop. Uh, the award was Musical Event of the Year, uh, obviously for Old Town Road. So, um, Song of the Year? No, Music Event of the Year. Oh, girl, it was all in. <laughs> come, come on, you know this how the was, gays love Event of the Year. The gays took it home. Apparently, the straights do too. <laughs> because they gave it to his ass. Um, they beat out the biggest names in country music. Um, to include a whole bunch of people that I don't care, I don't care about, but at this white ass country ass award show, this black gay man could mm-hmm. not be denied. Yeah, event of the year <laughs> could not be denied. <laughs> All he had to do was be present to receive the award because it didn't matter that the other biggest names in country were up for this award. They had not achieved the same thing that Little Nas X has done. 17 times platinum, I think, at this point. It's it's up there. <laughs> it's, it's as high as it can go. <laughs> Event of the year for the whole industry. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And so a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about the black award shows that snubbed uh, Little Nas X. And I black found... Black Rock. <laughs> no, we didn't black, want... Black Gruss. <laughs> no, we did not want him at Black Gruss Rock. I'm I was talking about the, gr- the Gruss. <laughs> Bless you. Um, I was talking about BET and Soul Train. Oh. Um, and both of those awards shows have snubbed him. Uh, Best new artist, at least. Maybe. And I find it, I find it so interesting that he would find a place that would give him an award at the Country mm. Music Awards. Mm. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, wow. And not at the BET Awards, and not at the Soul Train Awards. I wonder. I just, I just wonder. I, I can't put my finger on it. What could it be hmm. that the white country people huh. will give Little Nas X an award hmm. for the music event of the year, hmm. and the black people wouldn't? Hmm. You sure? I'm quite sure. <laughs> Didn't happen. He ain't got now. He ain't got no BET awards. No one in the mail. They just said it because it was a pre-recorded one. They didn't one. announce it on TV. It wasn't one that that happened after the show, and somebody got to accept it for now, now. And when I say now, I mean none, mm-hmm. none. Mm-hmm. And so our black ass award programs that we celebrate oftentimes leave us the fuck out the goddamn conversation. We gotta create space. So we gotta create. It is my last call, unfortunately. And fortunately, fortunately for him, fortunately. because I'm glad that he he is getting in accolade, but I'm ashamed that our community won't give him the same accolades because of one little thing. What the? Huh? I can't <laughs> imagine what that one little thing is, hmm. but it's one little thing, one little reason, because Lizzo has had a great year. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm waiting into the water. <laughs> 
Things you did in that. the water. Things you did that. Uh, Lizzo has had a great year. Mm-hmm. I will not take away her number one. But you know who had a number one longer than Lizzo? Ooh. Do you know how many? Who got more plaques than fucking Lizzo? <laughs> Girl, the plaques ain't even been fucking made yet. It takes time to make all them plaques. They got to make 17 of them. <laughs> Do you know who's. Are, are people's kids in kindergarten playing Lizzo songs right now? Who did the whole elementary tour? Because he went on tour. Yeah, he went to all the schools. It was like, like, baby shark, move over. (laughs) The word is Old Town Road. (laughs) Um, And so I I don't want to beleaguer this point anymore because I I feel like y'all get where I'm going. But it's my last call because it was sobering when I saw it and also saddening at the same damn time. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Lil Nas X, uh, I wish you the best. I hope that you create something else to make the girls mad in 2020. Please do. Because I would like to be sitting here saying the same goddamn thing about you. Again, hopefully, the BET Awards and the Soul Train Awards will recognize your talent. Unfortunately, this year they did not. And that is my last call. Follow our show, you guys. Um, Hereforitshop.com, hereforitlive.com, hereforitpod.com, um, dickinthebutt.com, <laughs> coochies, vaginas, and uh, I mean, like, we got the websites out here, okay? <laughs> I'm, not paying, I'm not paying for those. I'm not paying for those. <laughs> but follow our show on the internet. At Hereford Pod. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N. Um, I am still Megan the Stallion's spiritual advisor. Come and I'm going to keep her on a straightened path. Y'all take your Truvada. The revolution will be televised. <laughs>